protests erupt in Haiti against corrupt Comprador government, ruthless political suppression and rampant super-exploitation by US monopoly capital continue to drive social unrest in the island nation. Social unrest in Haiti, never far from the surface, has exploded again in recent weeks, with inflation hitting 30%, a lack of fuel, and a spike in the prices of basic goods on the one hand, and an increase in gang-related kidnappings and killings on the other. Some background. When France moved from revolution to reaction under Napoleon Bonaparte, so too did the French government go from being an ally to an enemy of San Domingo's black government. Napoleon was to declare the freedom of the Negroes, if recognised in Saint-Dominique and legalised by France, would at all times be a rallying point for freedom seekers of the New World. The same attitude towards Haiti has been displayed ever since by imperialist powers, the main mantle of suppression having been passed from France to the USA in the meantime. US imperialism regularly puts just the same supremacist thinking on display. In this Washington Post article, for example, the author opines, Many in the Haitian American community also blame US foreign policy for sparing Haiti's humanitarian crisis, saying successive administrations have failed to nurture stable Haitian governments willing to embrace human rights and fight corruption, poverty, and criminal gangs. Quoted on the 22nd of September 2021, the assumptions this makes about the supposed rights and responsibilities that the USA has in its relations with Haiti are obvious nonsense. Firstly, the USA is itself the greatest destabiliser of Haitian governments, regularly installing comprador leaders who are willing to do its bidding. Secondly, what gives the USA either the right or the duty to nurture the government of Haiti, and in whose interest it is US corporations' pursuit of maximum profit that has led to the overthrow of so many Haitian governments, in large part so as to suppress minimum wages, and which have built a private army to enforce this agenda. Quote, During on almost 2,000 classified US diplomatic cables on Haiti, released by WikiLeaks, a partnership between The Nation magazine and the Haitian weekly, Haiti Liberté, exposes new details on how Fruit of the Loom, Haynes and Levi's worked with the United States to block an increase in the minimum wage in the hemisphere's poorest nation. How business owners and members of the country's elite used Haiti's police force as their own private army after the 2004 US-backed coup that oosted President Jean-Bertrand Aristide and how the United States, the European Union and the United Nations supported Haiti's recent presidential and parliamentary elections despite concerns over the exclusion of Haiti's largest opposition party, Lavalas, the party of Aristide, quoted in the Democracy Now! on the 24th of June 2011. US imperialists openly expressed derision towards Haiti, whether it is former President Donald Trump referring to Haiti and various African nations as, quote, shithole countries, and asking why do we need more Haitians, take them out, or the criminal Clinton family stealing billions of donations to Haiti following a devastating earthquake. Quote, from January 2010 through June 2012, $9 billion in international funding was raised, $3 billion from individuals and companies, and $6 billion from bilateral and multilateral donors. Of the $6 billion, 9.6%, or $580 million, went to the Haitian government, while 0.6%, or, or $36 million, went to local Haitian organisations. The lion's share, 89.8%, of 5.4 billion went to non-Haitian organizations including private contractors, international NGOs, and military and civilian agencies of donor countries, including the Pentagon, which charged the State Department hundreds of millions of dollars. 
Critics have pointed at the Clinton Foundation, alleging the charity had control over the billions of dollars in aid to Haiti. Quoted in the Atlanta Black Star, 24th January 2018, not only did the Clinton Foundation wash money through Haiti and immediately back out again, but the few shelters it actually built were actually found to be hazardous to the health of their occupants. Lab tests conducted as part of our investigation in Haiti discovered levels of the carcinogen in the 6th grade Clinton Foundation classroom in Leogane at 250 parts per billion, two and a half times the level at which the CDC warned FEMA trailer residents that sensitive people, such as children, could face adverse health effects. Assay Technologies, the accredited lab that analyzed the air tests, identifies 100 parts per billion and more as the level at which 65 to 80% of the population will most likely exhibit some adverse health symptoms when exposed continually over extended periods of time. Unquote. Quoted in The Nation, 11th of July 2011. Here we see the two sides of bourgeois dictatorship in the USA. On one side there is the bad cop expressing open contempt for the Haitian nation, whilst on the other side the good cop offers the hand of philanthropy. Seizing the opportunity to wash its dirty money, rinse US taxpayers and scoop up well-meant donations. Recycling all that money back out of Haiti via private contracts, international NGOs and the Clinton family's charitably deep pockets. Fuel prices further diminish Haitians' lives. The Comprador president's decision to end fuel subsidies will wreak havoc on the lives of Haitians. It should be noted that Haiti's president was assassinated last year by US Colombian mercenaries. The prime minister who replaced him had close links to the assassins, but this did not deter USA from supporting him, even as the country has descended into anarchy. Black Alliance for Peace noted that this was typical behaviour by the United States, the United Nations and the Organisation of American States. The United Nations Special Envoy for Haiti, Helen Lalene, declared in a statement only a day later that Claude Joseph would be the new president, a decision that was made after a closed-door UN Security Council session. This was all very reminiscent of the role played by the UN peacekeepers who oversaw Haiti's government after the 2004 coup. Meanwhile, policemen in Haiti are reportedly no longer showing up for work, unwilling to risk their lives in defence of such a deeply unpopular government, reported by the New York Times on the 16th of September 2022. Opposition leader Mose Jean-Charles called on his supporters to shut down the banks. The crowd responded with, we are going to set them on fire. Haitians are on the front line against imperialism, as it attempts to drive the Haitian nation into perpetual slavery to monopoly capitalism. Haiti is routinely presented in the bourgeois press as a kind of soap opera, an endless saga of natural disasters and social violence to which it seems to be randomly and uniquely cursed. Far less is said about the real causes and consequences of colonial and post-colonial abuse by imperial powers, a legacy that continues to stunt the development of oppressed nations everywhere. But as the Haitian people struggle against the latest round of abuse being heaped on their heads, they can draw inspiration from their own proud history of resistance. Let them remember the audacity shown by their ancestors in staging the first revolution led by black men and women, establishing the first independent republic of America and emerging as the first nation on the American continent to abolish slavery. Banditry unleashed on the Haitian proletariat to maintain class rule. As of May this year, young men started raiding towns on motorcycles armed with assault rifles. By June, they were seizing control of entire areas. By July, the bandits held sway, kidnapping children and raping women as a form of warfare. 
Children as young as one have been executed and their bodies burned. Young teenagers are executed in public for spying for the other side, the Guardian reports on the 18th of September 2022. USA has long used bandits, drug dealers and other lump and scum capable of any violent or heinous act as its reserve army of anti-communism. Peter Dale Scott in his book American War Machine made the following point when analysing the Golden Triangle, the heroin trade of Myanmar, Thailand and Laos that the CIA had a central role in creating and using the profits in its war against communism. Quote, Thus the restoration of an opium supply in Burma to replace that being lost in Yunnan had the result of sustaining a social fabric and an economy that was capitalist and anti-communist. I would add today that the opium traffic was an even more important element in an anti-communist strategy for Southeast Asia as a source of income. Unquote. NGOs like Viva Rio AVSI Foundation and Concern Worldwide have been the privileged associates of Haiti's security apparatus. With huge financial reserves, these actors work in concert with local associations they call partners, but which are essentially non-governmental subcontractors. NGOs focus on neighbourhoods such as City Soleil, Montessant, Grand Ravine, Tibois, Cité de la Ternon, Village de Dieu and Grand Belair. These are areas historically marked by economic and social inequalities caused by globalization, as Marco Bellez has documented. Quote, Haitian geographer Jean-Marie Theodat describes these marginalized neighborhoods in Port-au-Prince as sans places, those without. That is, they are neighborhoods where the state is absent and where the population does not have access to basic social services. In these places, NGOs are forced to come to terms with deviant groups and their actions contribute to the ghettoization of poor and marginalized neighborhoods. Quoted by Dijem's Oliver on the 2nd April 2021. As the bourgeois press circulates articles that feign concern at more foreign powers being involved in Haiti's sovereignty and the intervention dilemma, we should see through the imperial facade built up to misrepresent the situation. This alleged concern for Haiti's sovereignty should be met with the utmost skepticism. After the Western-backed coup against Jean-Bertrand Aristide in February 2004, a generalised chaos has reigned in Haiti, with neo-devalorists, mafia networks and drug traffickers working in concert. Armed groups work as death squads, spreading terror on the streets to intimidate supporters of Haiti's social movements. This generalised chaos has been the aim of the so-called donor nations, a more honest term for which might be simply be imperialist powers. In stark contrast, since Cuba started its medical cooperation with Haiti in 1998, more than 6,000 Cuban health cooperation workers have worked in the country, providing more than 36 million outpatient consultations, almost 9 million of them to children. Cuban medical staff have performed more than 721,000 operations and assisted more than 194,000 births, helping to save more than 429,000 lives in the process. More than 1.6 million vaccine doses have been administered by the disease prevention campaigns. Moreover, 1,129 Haitian health workers have been trained in Cuba. More than 448,000 Haitians have learned how to read and write thanks to the Cuban Literacy Programme. Yes, I can. And 1,595 Haitian students have graduated from Cuban universities. In 1998, Fidel Castro stated bluntly what Haitians needed and what they didn't. Haiti does not need troops, it does need not invasions with troops, Haiti needs invasions of medical doctors, Haiti also needs invasions of millions of dollars for its development. 
The people of Haiti are capable of running their own affairs, imperial powers sending waves of NGOs and propping up drug lords to ensure Haitians cannot raise their minimum wage to a sufficient standard are the ultimate causes behind the social violence that plagues the country. Thanks for listening to Proletarian Radio. We aim to bring you the best Marxist analysis on current affairs, revolutionary history, and theory. Do like, comment, subscribe, and share our content to help us reach the widest possible audience. We are a small organization with limited resources, and we need workers' support if we are to grow and fulfill our mission. If you are able to make a one-off or regular donation, no matter how small, please visit our website at thecommunists.org and register as a supporter.